Chapter 10 continues the 10 plagues. And the first plague mentioned in chapter 10 is the plague of locusts, the plague of Arbe. Arbe is described in chapter 10 as a continuation of the plague of Barad, the seventh plague, the perhaps preeminent plague. And the Torah says about the locusts in chapter 10, verse number 5, these locusts will cover the surface of the land. No one will be able to see the land. They will devour the surviving remnant that was left to you after the hail. They shall eat away over your trees that grow in the field. So the Arbe is described as a continuation of the seventh plague. Now something happens in the course of this eighth plague, beginning in verse number seven. The Torah says that after Moshe has warned Paro about the eighth plague, and this plague, Moshe had said in verse number six, is such a plague, your parents, your grandparents have not seen such a thing. From the time of their being on this earth until this very day. So there's a dire warning about the eighth plague. And at this point, in verse number seven, the servants of Paro said to Paro, How long will this be for us a snare? Send these men and let them serve their God. Don't you know, not yet aware that Egypt is lost? And this is a remarkable verse. It means that the very servants of Paro are annoyed with Paro to the extent that they're telling him what to do. Don't you realize it's a lost cause? Let them already serve their God. Paro has been adamant, but not permitting them to go. And now we have, it seems, a division between Paro on one hand and the servants of Paro on the other. The truth of the matter is that this division, sowing division within the Egyptian establishment and the Egyptian people, this is not the first time that we encounter this. We actually have encountered this in the seventh plague, the plague of hail. In the seventh plague, back in chapter 9, after they've been warned about the oncoming plague of hail, Moshe says in chapter 9, verse 19, Moshe says, warns Paro, tell all your people to bring all the livestock and everything you possess in the open, bring it under shelter. Human being and beast that is found outside will perish. Now the Torah says in verse 20 of chapter 9, Those of Pharaoh's servants who feared the Lord, feared the Eternal, they caused their slaves and livestock to come indoors to safety. Those who pay no attention to God's word, El Hashem, 
left their slaves and cattle in the fields. So in these two verses, we see something very interesting, that within the Egyptian people, here they're called Pharaoh's servants. Some are obeying God's word, and some are not obeying God's word, so we see already division within Mitzrayim, within Egypt. Maybe that's one of the purposes. The What's happening during the course of the plagues seems to be a breakdown in the broader Egyptian community. At the same time, amongst the Jews, perhaps as a result of that, uh, there is a uh, sense of unity. And that actually is represented, I believe, coming back once again to the plague of Barad in chapter 10. The servants of Pharaoh had complained to Pharaoh, let them go already. Moshe had left, and the Torah says in chapter 10, verse 8, Vayushav et Moshe viet Aaron el paro. Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. Vayomer alihem l'chu ivdu et Hashem elokechem. Pharaoh said to them, Okay, go serve your God. Mi mi ha'ochim, whom do you wish to go? Who's going with you? Vayomer Moshe, and Moshe answered paro. Binareinu uvizkeneinu neilech. Moses' answer is clear. With the young and the old, with the sons and the daughters, with our cattle, is it is a festival to the Lord. And Paro's response is, no. Pharaoh says in chapter 10, you're just looking for trouble. No. You may take the men, or perhaps the older men. Those are the ones you want to serve God. The others are unnecessary. Just looking for trouble. Maybe he suspects they might run, or, might run, or, might want to run away. It's not clear. But Moshe's point is clear. Moshe's point is Chag Hashem Lado means the entire community has to participate suggesting to the reader, to us, that one of the purposes of the plagues in general, and certainly the request to serve God together, is to engender in the people a sense of community. At the very same time that we see that the Egyptian community has its cracks and fissures, and that there is resentment towards the Pharaoh himself, Moshe's insistence on creating a community is paramount. And we understand this very well because we recall in the beginning of the book of Exodus, the Torah describes how the Israelite people became slaves. So they had come down with their houses, with their households, Ishu Beito Ba'u. But through the slavery, there is division. We know that when Moshe goes out to try to break up a fight between the two Jews, one of them turns upon Moshe. Who made you the boss? Who made you the prince? Who made you the judge? So there's a sense of people that quarrel with each other, that turn on the ones who try to assist, that try to help, try to bring about peace, to stop the quarreling. And what has to happen in Egypt, of course, is that this, these quarreling slaves have to become a people. So it's happening over time, perhaps, when the people see that uh, the Egyptians are being disunited, being broken down. Perhaps it has an, a counter effect on the Jews. 
But in terms of the overall demand that Moshe makes of Paro to serve God together, here it's very clear. It's interesting that in this chapter, the ninth plague, the plague, of course, which comes without warning, is found in verse number 21. Stretch out your hand over the heavens, and there shall be darkness over the land of Egypt. A darkness that can be touched, can be felt. There was a deep darkness over the land of Egypt for three days. No one of the Egyptians could see his brother. No one arose for three days. But amongst the Israelites, there was light in their, in their dwellings. And here we see further the breakdown of Egyptian society. Not just turning against the Pharaoh, they can't actually see each other. And that suggests to us a deep sense of aloneness, a lack of community. And the contrary is described of the Jewish people. They had a light in their dwellings. They could, as opposed to the Egyptians, one could not see the other. The suggestion here is that amongst the Jews, there's a sense of light, and all that light represents. Light, of course, is the first created thing. But what's happening over the course of these plagues is that the Jewish people are becoming a people. The slaves are connecting to each other, are fully seeing each other. As far as the Egyptians and the breakdown in their society, there's no light. They can't see each other.